take a journey through the paranormal with the Paranormal Portal. Welcome to the Paranormal Guys. We're your hosts, Kieran and Chris, and we'll be guiding you through your paranormal journey through the Paranormal Portal. In this episode, we're going to be discussing about how the Paranormal Guys got started, where we got our love for the paranormal, and where we want the Paranormal Guys to go in the future and what we've got coming up. So, Chris, how did you get into the paranormal then? Um, Jesus, that's a good question. Let me see. The the first time I got into the paranormal was, as every British person knows, is most haunted. That yeah. was the program to watch when you were, you know, I say little, I went little, probably about 14. Actually, I might have been little, but the point is, it was on TV and you just had to watch it. It was one of those things, you know, and I remember when it first came on, I was sat there with my mum and my brother. And we sort of, oh, this is interesting. But it captivated me more than it did my mum and my brother, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, you, you almost had like a bit, bit of a a love for it, something that you always really wanted to do. Yeah, and it, yeah. I just thought what we were doing was amazing. I mean, you know, so I just sort of watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is on every week. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, oh, what the hell? It's like, I thought it was my first ever weekly program. I mean, besides, you know, the, my hobbies and stuff. But, like, with real people, if you know what I mean, because... And then I just remember, oh, my God, it's not every week. And then I just sort of got into it. And as I got older, you know, Ghost Adventures come over here. Ghost Hunters come over here. Um, just you, had more, you had more shows that actually were able to spur an interest rather than just one show that was on exactly. a weekly basis. I mean, and then it was just that. And then I started looking online for paranormal groups and stuff because it was just something I really, really wanted to do. And, yeah, the rest is history, as they say. I got in contact with you because you were originally Torchlight Paranormal Investigations. Yeah. Um, and then that was it, really. We started talking, and away I went. And that, I always remember the first investigation, the Passel Centre, and I couldn't believe it. I was actually on a paranormal investigation, and that was it, really. And how did you feel about that? Did you Was it a surreal experience to be doing what you had watched other people do? It, to be honest, it was one of the weirdest experiences, just walking into that Vassal Centre and being like, oh, my God, I'm doing a paranormal investigation. I can't believe it. You know, it's just... One, I think of, one, of, the, one of the big things that people don't realise about paranormal investigation, and I say this when, when I try and explain to people uh, what we do, is ultimately the TV shows hype it up and make it more exciting than it actually is. But ultimately, on you know the bread and butter of it, it's the fact you're sitting in a room asking out to nothing, acting like a complete idiot. Yeah, you feel like an absolute but, plump, to be honest with you. It's like, yeah. hello, is there anybody there? But just imagine if you were there and someone went, hello, is anybody there? And they just, you just say this voice, go, yeah, what do you want? Oh, my life. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we kind of look for. But yeah. um, I think I've, I've got the same kind of story as you, really, that uh, my dad said to me, there's this show called Most Haunted. You might be interested in it. Um, let's sit down and watch it. And then we, we watch it together. And uh, he started to get a bit bored of it. And then I started to love it even more. Um, but he used to work in a in a school. So he used to work in his school as a drama teacher. And the studio that he worked in, he used to always tell me stories about a poltergeist that apparently lived in this uh, drama studio. And it was every single day I'd He'd come back and I'd say, oh, so dad, what happened with the poltergeist? What new things happened and all this kind of stuff? And I'd be fascinated by the stories he would tell. Um, 
and yeah, I just kind of had a love for it since then. And then when when we moved down to Bristol, we decided that we'd set up our own group. And as you say, it was Torchlight Paranormal. And once that fizzled out, and we, you and I decided to start up the Paranormal guys. Yeah, which I am. Um, funny enough, we were both playing Assassin's Creed Origins at the time, weren't we? And we were just oh yes, of, we were. We were just we were just chatting away. Like, oh, what, we should start up a, a group. And you were like, you know what? Let's not just say it. Let's freaking do it. Let's just do and it. Yeah, this is it. That was it. Come up with the name, the Paranormal Guys, because we thought it was quite cool. You know, yeah, probably, absolutely. You know, and then there was just went on from there, really, wasn't it? Because yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? I mean, I think it, I think it's going quite well so far. I mean, we had our first one at the Ancient Ram Inn. We did, never, yeah. That uh, um, you've never been there before. Nope, that I'll never go again after that experience in the witch's room. Um, well, I probably so you, will, you, you wouldn't you want we wouldn't want to go back and uh, try and recreate that then. Oh, of course, I would. Hands down, I'm just messing around. There was. I don't know. Like the weirdest thing I said, it's just one of those things, you know, when you just sort of, it just happens. Like when I was sat in that chair, because if you remember rightly, I said to you, this just doesn't feel right. And it felt like there was someone standing over my shoulder and then, and, you know, the ancient round man. And it was just something just sort of lunged at me. It was the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my life. And I've never experienced that before. And it just lunged at me, and whatever the hell that was, I, I just—it just made me really funny. Because if you remember, you touched the right hand side of my um, my left hand side, didn't you? And you said it was really cold to the touch. Yeah, it was. It, it was. To be fair, guys, it was very cold. Um, it's easy for us to say when we're there, you know, oh, it oh, feels really cold, and you guys aren't going to be able to feel it. But you have my word to say that his face was cold. The whole area around him was cold. And that was just following on from when I'd been touched, etc. So there was certainly a, a strange feeling in that location. Definitely. Because it's like, and inside it felt like I had loads of like little ice cubes moving around. It was the weirdest experience I've ever had and probably ever will have. You know, I mean, that was the ancient ramen. That was somewhere that is reputedly meant to be one of the most haunted houses in uh, Europe, or I mean, even the world. Some some would say, but I wouldn't go that far. To be honest, I mean, yeah, all right. I had that really strange experience. Well, too, because I also had that one when I was on my own, um, and I seen something walk past the window. But I mean, we got the odd creak and bang, and that door opened on its own, which was quite strange. I mean, well, we didn't see it open, but you know what I mean. It was shut, and then. We come back and it was open, which was very odd. But I don't really think it was as haunted as they made out. No, I I, I thought that even the, the two times that I'd been there before, um, I certainly felt that. And I wanted to go again to try and almost confirm it to myself to say, actually, you know what, it is. Uh, well, it isn't haunted. Um, I would go back again um, as the paranormal guys to recreate anything that we could to try and validate the experiences that we had. And I if mean, we caught more than we would, but like with my personal experience, I would say, is there something there? Yeah, but not to the extent with demons and succubuses and God knows what else is in there. It's just. Nah, it's, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? I mean, it's old. I mean, if you can say 
an old building is haunted because people used to live in it, then yeah, because I mean, obviously, like you're gonna get something, and like, in, do you know what I mean? Like, some things are just you go in somewhere and it's calm and you don't feel anything because, as you know, I'm slightly sensitive, and then other times I can walk in somewhere and think, oh, hang on a minute, this is a bit odd. But if I'm honest with you, like, I was like, these stories of the ancient Ram in, I was like. God, how am I going to react to this? Like, you know, and I walked in there, I was like, okay, this is quite calm. And yeah, it's, it's certainly got a creepy feel to it just because of the old, isn't it? You know, aesthetics of it. Yeah, but not of, I don't think, I mean, I, I'm not saying I would necessarily want to be there in there on my own, but that's because of everything you know and your mind starts playing tricks with you. But um, I certainly think. It's one to one to look at again. I'm sure in the future we might decide to head back there. Of course we will. But but we just we just have to wait and see what happens. Um, but as I say, it's an interesting location, if anything. But we are stepping up our game uh, with our next location, um, which is going to be 30 East Drive in Pontefract. Yep. That's Which gonna be a it's going to be, it's going to be a very good uh, location and a very good investigation. Um, but as and... you know, we're doing something differently here. I I know of stories to do with Fur to East Drive, but I've intentionally kept myself out of the loop to see if I get any experiences what are supposed to happen because I don't know much about this place. As you know, I've seen it on TV. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. I, I, obviously, I know of the monk and all this stuff, and but what I, well, what we decided to do as a group was to keep me out of the loop to see if I get any experiences that mirror the people that have already been there. Yeah, I think I think that's really really important. Um, obviously, Jess and I have done a lot of research. I've read books. I've watched almost every single video on youtube there is about the location i know a lot about the location i've even done my own research um to try and find out information uh, which i'm not going to tell tell you chris and, and you're aware of that but it's a, certainly got a vast history uh, of paranormal occurrences linked to the location um all varying from you know different different things which I, as i say i don't want to discuss on here but we but will be starting our because I'm going there and it's like I want something to happen because I don't want to walk in there and walk out for each drive the next day and be like, well, that was a load of rubbish. Like, yeah, I want somewhere deep down inside of me, I want this place to be haunted. Do you know what I mean? I don't, after all the legends, I don't want to think like, oh my god, with Furty's drive, and then you just come out the next day and you're like, well, no, it's just a normal bloody house. Like, I don't want that. Do you know what I mean? I want it to be something. But obviously, if it's not, it's not. It's just, it will be a disappointment. But at least we will know that, well, no, it's a load of crap. What, what rubbish are you making up? Do you know what I mean? In one respect, I want it to be like that. So then I can come out and go, well... It is a load of rubbish what you're saying, but then in another respect, I want something to happen so I can go, holy crap, there is something there. Here's our evidence, and this is this is what we we can we can tell you. 
Exactly. I mean, whether something will happen, who knows? It remains to be seen. So Jess and I will be starting work on the uh, documentary, uh, similar to the one that we released for the for Ancient Ramen, but um, we'll be working on the research part of that. Um, and I intend to stay out of this bit just so Jess would get a bit of screen time. Do you know what I mean? Because I, like last time, I just felt no so bad. Do you know what I mean? I think also, I think, I think mainly it's because if we share, all, I, if we shared all the research with you prior to you going there, then you would know all about the the, the things. Yeah. I I, it's just going to make it that little bit more exciting because all right, you and Jess know about it. I don't know hardly anything about this place. I mean, I do, but I've intentionally sort of kept myself out of the loop and not researched anything to refresh my memory and stuff because I want to go in there and see if, like, you know, if anything happens, as I just said, to me, that matches up with the claims. Because if it does, that's going to be very interesting. If I and nothing happens, it's just like... From what I know, it's it's, an incredible situation. And one which I think will be a staple for the paranormal guys and hopefully we can return there after we've done it to try and validate anything that we find speaking of the future um so the future with the paranormal guys we've got lots and lots of ideas that we want to too many ideas to fit into our heads Um, we want to kind of expand the paranormal guys beyond just investigating um we want to do vlogs we're doing this podcast um, and we've got some other ideas which we're kind of toying with. Um, we just need to work out how we go about implementing them. But um, the paranormal guys is, is is not just for us to investigate. It's for us to show you what we can find, and we want our followers, fans, exactly, uh, or not. fans if you like, to be able to get involved and be part of the paranormal guys family as well as the three of us um oh yeah of course yeah you know you got you got to include the fans otherwise what's the point you know it's it's for what we do isn't is for us but it's also for you guys as well like we don't just go oh yeah this this place we don't really care what anyone else thinks this is our point if you if we get a bit of evidence you come up with an idea or share it because then we would love to take that on board and be like yeah you know what that could have been it then when we go back to the location, we can then try out what Absolutely. your theories are. Do you, do you know what, really do what I mean? While we, while we try and do some live streams in the locations, um, then that gets you guys involved. But you can also have a say in what happens during the investigations. So talking about the future of the paranormal guys, let's just talk about what we want to do with this podcast. This podcast is we've just we've discussed and we've discussed about this multiple times uh, in the past about starting one, and we've obviously decided to do it. It's going to be a fortnightly podcast, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is, this was from the fans. Because if you remember, we said, "What do you want us to do?" And we were like, do you want a podcast or something else? And then we got more votes on podcasts. And we were just like, well, if that's what the fans want, that's what the fans get. Absolutely. Yeah, we did. We did a poll on Twitter and Facebook um, asking what kind of content you guys would want. And the general consensus was that we would not just do videos, that we would do podcasts and things like that. So that's kind of why we're kind of branching out. So this podcast, as I say, is going to be fortnightly, uh, probably every Friday night. Uh, every second Friday night 
Um, and yeah. we're going to be discussing different topics that cover all things to do with the paranormal. So that's from ghosts, spirits, to cryptozoology, to ufology, to anything that you guys want us to discuss as well. Um, no, we'll talk about a poll like we did last time. What do you want the next paranormal podcast to be about? And then you have your say, and then we'll talk about it. And hopefully we'll have uh, guests and stuff with us. That is the intention. Um, and we will be able to expand it and make it a little bit more exciting than just us two rabbiting on about <laughs> random oh, things. That's so much you can listen to a Bristolian, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why are you talking? You sound to, you begin to sound like you're trying to summon demons forth. Like, <laughs> the, the Bristolian accent's horrible. Like, I mean... You know, so I'm just saying, there's only so much you can listen to this. You can you can get away with it because you're Bristolian. I I can't get away with saying that. <laughs> you say that, and then you then you go, oh, you guys in Cambridge, listen to this, and they're just like, nope. <laughs> Stand like a farmer, that's all. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, so that 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 comes on to the kind of next point of what Chris mentioned about um, how we met. Uh, him joining Torchlight Paranormal and that. It's difficult for us to get together because he lives in Bristol and I live in Somerset. Um, and we're about we're about an hour, an hour and a half away from each other. And Somerset. Somerset. <laughs> um, so we're about an hour and a half away from each other. So it's really difficult for us to get together. Um, so, so that kind of exp- explains um, why we don't really have much content coming out on a regular basis is because it's really, really difficult for us to get together and do it. Um, we, yeah. we want to do it. We just can't do it because... If, if we could do a Q&A session every single week, then we would, but it's just... I mean, if you guys want to see a Q&A where it's just one of us take over for the whole thing, then let us know. We, we'll just, we, we will do that for you, but just know that they'll be answering we'll be answering questions on what you guys are asking us but the rest of the team aren't there not because they don't want to be there but it's just impossible so if that's something you do want to see just let us know yeah absolutely um these podcasts will be available um on spotify um and hopefully eventually um iphone podcasts or itunes podcasts um so make sure you head over to spotify and listen to us there all the links will be on our twitter and facebook um, and instagram once the uh, podcast goes live and if you are on anchor and what we are recording it uh, this on then you will be able to hear it uh, on there as well i think it's time for us to head over to the questions um Earlier on today, I put a post up on Twitter and Facebook asking you guys if you wanted to ask any questions to us um, while we were recording this podcast. Um, we've had one question come through uh, on Facebook. We're just that... early days at the moment, that's why. That's <laughs> um, and that question is, over all the years you've been investigating, what if any phenomena have you come across that you could not explain with either science or logic, and has it convinced you that the real evidence of anything paranormal? Well, I've only ever had one really big paranormal experience in my life, and that involved my dead grandfather. Um, He just passed away, and, you know, I, I was missing him and stuff, as you do. And I remember I was stood outside my nan's house, and I seen this figure 
because they, you know, all the people used to have those like arch in their nets, you know, that weird thing. Don't even know what the bloody hell it is. But some, but I seen him. I'm convinced that he leaned down through the little arch and he smiled at me in the way that he used to smile at me. If that makes sense. And is that then um, obviously having seen someone that you recognize, someone that you love, someone that you knew, has that convinced you that it's real? Well, the, thing, the funniest thing was that, yeah, all right, that could just be my mind because I was missing him so much. But what goes on after that is what really creeps me out. So my mum and Nan, the very same day, cleared out all his belongings, okay? everything his side of the wardrobe was completely empty there was nothing on the floor nothing his shoes everything okay as you do now he used i don't know if you remember these the plastic money bags yeah you know what they used to put their change in Mm -hmm. um and he had a really really like his habit was collecting these just to put in all his 20 p's 50 p's you name it freaking pound coins now the weirdest thing about this if i would have just seen that i would have just thought, ah, it's my mind playing tricks what happened the next day is what really validates this made me believe in the paranormal they my mom and my nan went into his bedroom and they were like um chris you need to come see this so i was like okay what is it and in the middle of the floor was a money pouch that he used to use. And they cleared out everything because I wasn't sure if I'd seen him or not. And this is why I think to this day I really did see him and that's what made me believe because they cleared out everything. But in a place where you would notice it, you wouldn't miss it, there was a plastic money bag and it was just like flat on the carpet. And it was just like, is do you know what I mean? Wait, was that a sign from him to say yes, you did see me? Do, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Thinking, oh no, I didn't see him. It was like him saying yes, Chris, you did see me, and that was me smiling at you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that I mean, a lot of people would argue that it was just a coincidence, but. Yeah. I think when it comes to personal experience, then we need to take personal experiences really serious because it's a it's an experience personal to that person, regardless exactly. of what everyone else believes. It's it's some it's that's happened to that person, and that person is really passionate about that event happening to them. So whether or not I be, you know whether or not people believe it or not, that's personal to you. And if that makes you believe it, then great. If that makes you believe in the paranormal, then great. Exactly. That's just what, I mean, everything else, you know, and all this, but that is what solidified my belief in the paranormal. Up to that point, I was, eh. after that point, it was, you know what, I think there is something to this, if you know what I mean. In order for me to answer that question, um, I'm going to have to give the answer of a resounding no, um, because... I am very much sitting on the fence about everything to do with the paranormal, and I have been for very many, for many, many years. I used to be a firm believer, but actually, since investigating, it's made me question my belief quite a lot um, because I've never found that one piece of evidence or had anything happen to me that one piece of evidence that makes me go one hundred percent yes. There's definitely something here, and. I would. I need to find that one piece of evidence. Even if Elvis Presley himself appeared in front of me and sang a song to me, I would still question 
where's the projectors? Where's the actor? Where's the cameras? You know, it would take a lot for me to really 100% believe and go, there must be a rational explanation. But that is... But then you did have a weird experience. Uh, What was that? Every Sunday, wasn't it? Yes, that was... um, the, the experience that Chris is referencing was I text him quite early in the morning. Um, must have been about seven in the morning. I sent him a message. Um, I was lying in bed and we had just woken up and it was quite warm. It was when we were having that mini heat wave and I had my leg outside of the covers and I felt like someone grabbed my ankle. Now, it could have been my imagination um, Jess said it could have been the cat and I said no it wasn't the cat the cat's not here it felt like an an actual hand grabbed my ankle and I jumped like six foot in the air and she was worried about what I was jumping at and I, when I explained to her I felt like something grabbed my ankle she suddenly went nah nah nah, nah you're, you're joking and I was like no Jess seriously something grabbed my ankle like I wouldn't have jumped at that if it was like a spider or or a cat I wouldn't have jumped that that much it genuinely felt like someone grabbed my ankle now my rational side of my brain is going oh it was just your imagination it was just the covers or it was your other foot touching it and it just made it feel like um something grabbed it but then my believer side of my brain is yeah someone touched it that's really really cool you know, so I'm I'm really split down the middle when it comes yeah. to the paranormal. So that, that is a really difficult question for me to give you a validated answer, a 100% yes or no answer for that one. And guys, that is a perfect time, I think, for us to leave it there. Um, I think it's been quite a successful first episode. Short, but... Yeah, there's only so much that we can talk about ourselves before it starts to get a bit mind-numbingly dull for you guys to listen to. Um, So next, not next Friday, the Friday after, um, you mentioned on Twitter, we'll put a poll up on Twitter as to what you want us to talk talk about, if there's any topics that you want to discuss, and um, let us know. If we don't get response, then we will come up with a topic ourselves, and then we will obviously let you guys know what we will be discussing. Um, Podcasting is hard, isn't it, in the early days? Jesus. Absolutely. You just have to kind of come up with the ideas yourself. Um, exactly. If you've got any questions, then please send them to us, um, either through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we will answer them here on the podcast. And remember, guys, it will be available to you on Spotify and hopefully iTunes um, podcasts. But guys, that is it from us. Chris, any last words? Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care. Take a journey through the paranormal with the Paranormal Portal.